How are we doing, everybody? Welcome on into Inside the Lunch Room, sitting down for our first session of our podcast. My name is Calvin Kihili, and I am one of our three members on our pod panel. I am an absolute die-hard Dallas Cowboy fan. I love the Mavs, too. Luka Doncic is my shining star. I'm a salary cap nerd, and I absolutely love me some sports history. Luckily for me, I'm sitting here with two of the wisest gentlemen I know. Gentlemen, introduce yourselves. Who am I sitting with? All right. Uh, my name is Jonathan Kath. I, I am uh, a college football nerd. I can sit down and watch college football for, you know, 14 hours of the day. Uh, so I love college football. I'm also a diehard Vikings fan as well. Uh, so me and Calvin. Um, yeah, even, even, even the other guy, we go head-to-head on a lot of stuff. So, yeah, me uh, uh, NBA wise, I'm, I'm a big Spurs fan as well. Uh, family's from San Antonio, so um, that that's kind of about it. I'm, I'm, I attend Texas Tech University, so uh, I am a big Texas Tech fan, obviously. Uh, so you may hear some of that come out. But uh, I'm real passionate about sports. And I love sports. And we're uh, <laughs> here with Mike Wilson, man, die hard Saints fan, man. I've had fights over this. I'll die for this black and gold. I know all things down there in the Bayou and the Big Easy. I'm actually a diehard LeBron fan as well. Wherever LeBron goes, I'm there with the with the jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Every there. Every stop, baby. Every stop. Yeah. I'm not really big on college football, but I, I watch it from time to time. I'm a casual, and I'm a casual uh, MLB. You know, I check in every once in a while. So, but diehard NFL fan. I know everything about the NFL. So like I said, we are three gentlemen, and we like to say we know what we're talking about here. So let's go ahead and let's get on into some business, gentlemen. Let's talk about let's talk about the National Football League, and let's talk about who's sitting at the top of the National Football League, gentlemen. I'm I'm opening up to the table. Someone give me some love to somebody at the top. Man, the Cardinals like, are playing the best football in the league right now. Okay, okay. Tell me about these the Bills, Cardinals. The Bills are playing defense. I'm telling you, hey, hey, those Bills are playing defense. Number one against the pass, number two against the rush. It's kind of, hey, hey, it's kind of hey, hard. It's been a long time since we've seen a unit lead us in both, huh? It's been a long time since we've seen a, lead, a unit do both. Yeah, but the thing about Arizona, they do everything well. They pass the ball, run the ball, they defend. I mean, it's like, hey, hey it's a full count over there. I'm not even going to lie. Hey, the thing, yeah. the thing that I loved about Arizona was no Cliff Kingsbury on Sunday, and they absolutely uh-huh. blew the barn doors off the Cleveland Browns, a good <laughs> Cleveland Brown football team. They had no problem blowing the barn doors off of a team with their out there. Now, granted, I'm a big supporter, and Cliff Kingsbury can't coach. I'm going to take a shot at those boys out there in Lubbock. And uh, there was a reason why him and Patrick Mahomes were beat Patrick Mahomes never go over 500 in out there in the Lubbock, but they still won without their head coach, and that's pretty damn impressive. Yeah, I don't know about you gentlemen. No, I, I definitely agree. Uh, you know, look, looking at the league, I, I think it's really interesting this year. There's really no y- y- team that is just a top of the leaderboard, mm-hmm. you know, every single every single week. I think every single team in the NFL could get beat, uh, depending on whatever week it is. I mean, you, you go back and you look at on Thursday. I mean, the Eagles gave the Buccaneers a run. Yeah, it was, tw- yeah. It was 28 to 22 final, uh, and, and if you have a better quarterback than uh, Jalen Hurts uh, <laughs> lead, 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 leading leading the Eagles, uh, th- then I think that they end up beating beating the Bucks. But I, I really I really like uh, I really like the Cardinals. Uh, I really like Arizona. I think they're doing everything well. Uh, Bills are also a contender, uh, and I would I, I would also say look, Ravens are. <laughs> 
Ravens are making their way. I mean, uh, hey, the, the Jackson is playing out of his mind. The running back joke's got to stop, man. That shit is done. It's over. That shit has failed. This man has an arm. He this. Well, last week they couldn't run the football. I mean, two weeks in a row they've had issues running the football. I mean, Denver they only got their hundred yards because they pulled it out the hat at the end. Like this man, he's four hundred yards. This, He's pulling it out, man. Those running the running back train is officially dead now. Lamar has put his stamp all over the passing side of football. I think that one is that ship is long out of the port. It should be. I agree with that. Uh, quick question for y'all: uh, How how do y'all? I mean, obviously Texas Tech guy, and, and Pat Mahomes is idolized out here. It's the greatest thing to ever come out of Texas Tech. <laughs> uh, we, I mean, we've got murals out him for him, and. and uh, when the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, Texas Tech wins the Super Bowl. So I, I have my opinion on him, but how do y'all think he's been playing this one? Do you think those interceptions are his fault? Do you do you think that he's trying to force things? Do you think that other teams have finally got his number or what? Go ahead, Mikey. Um, well, for for um for the past couple of years, they've had a well oiled machine down there in Kansas City. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm just thinking that I'm just thinking that, you know, maybe some of the gears are, are falling off. People are starting to figure that shit out. So oh right. Whoops. People are starting to figure it out, so they have to, um, you know, I think they have to start changing, changing the scheme up a little bit. No, I'm coming in. I'm coming in a little bit hotter than Mikey is. These, uh, there are a lot of all pros in this defense who are playing like absolute JV football players right now, and this is there's no way around it. I'm tired of Tyron Matthew, Chris Jones, yep. Frank Clark. Yep. These guys are avoiding a lot of heat for playing absolute trash football, and it. I agree. Uh, Tyron Matthew catches a wobbly pick when he comes back from injury and gets praised by ESPN. And then after that, they've just been ducking it. We have no problem grilling Patty, who only has thrown six interceptions. Let's let's focus on that. While six interceptions is a lot for Patty, it's not a lot at this point in the year. It's not like he's he's throwing four or five a game. I mean, he's turning the ball over at a high rate for Patty, not for the league. I really, I really do believe that defense needs to grill needs to get grilled harder because, like I said, they are not bringing it any week. They were, I, 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 I guess, maybe Taylor Heineke this week. But uh, besides that, this defense has been very average. I'm going to come at you, though. Low average. Imagine if it was Jameis with these with these six tape uh, picks in these first Yeah, game. I'll give yeah. you that now. I'll give you that. The turnovers, <laughs> it's, an, it's an eye raiser. But at the same time, they've had a chance to win a lot of football games that they've just had to run up and down the field in just because this defense can't stop anybody. <laughs> right. The cars yeah, no, are and they're letting it go forward for Christ's sake. Yeah. Like it's insane. Yeah, I, I I would say that. I mean, obviously, it, it's it's like Steph Curry, right? In the NBA, if, if Steph Curry drops twenty five points, it's oh awesome. yeah. But for ninety eight percent of the people in the league, twenty five points is a dream game. It's a career game. So, I, I obviously the bar is set really high for for Pat. I will say mm-hmm. that two weeks in a row. Balls have hit Tyree Kill in the hands. In the face. In the hands. In the face. No, in, in, the face. in the dome last week. Right. That's so that I, that doesn't help. Uh, and then, like you said, I think that whenever you start games and, and the defense is playing bad, I, I feel like Pat Mahomes is already a gunslinger, uh, and he's you know he's like a Brett Favre, and he's going to take those risky throws. But then oh, you're yeah. getting into the you're getting into those situations where you have to start forcing the ball a little bit more. Uh, and, and so I think that's whenever he finds himself in harm's well, way. And we also but, remember he lost Clyde Edwards Lair too. So the running game is right. is is crawling right now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So with with that, who do y'all? What quarterback is is playing the best football right now? As much as it pains me to say, I'm, I'm gonna go with um, I'm go with Dak Prescott. He's changed the. Ooh, okay. I love it. Hey, Talk hey, to me. 
Talk to me, Mikey. She changed, she changed the culture down there in Dallas. I mean, yes, he's stepping up and making making some game winning plays, some game winning drives, some very nice throws when it counts. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with Dak Prescott. I'm kind of jealous he's not my quarterback right now. As much let's as it talk pains about, me. let's talk about 445 yards and three TDs against the Bill Belichick defense. I mean, yeah. now now granted, two trips into the red zone, first half, at least 14 points on the board. Probably should have put them a bed to bed early. But the fact that the Cowboys ate two red zone trips into into the red zone, deep into the red zone, dropped all the points, but that's okay because we beat ourselves up with penalties. The the O-line was damn near terrible yesterday, which I told you, gentlemen, before this game, before the season, my biggest concern with this team is the offensive line. This offensive line is old, man. It's old, and where it's not old, it's bad. Connor Williams was bad yesterday. He almost found a way to lose the football game from the center position, which is it's pretty, it's pretty astonishing to me. I don't know about you, gentlemen. <laughs> and, of course, of course, I'm going to give some love to Trayvon Diggs. Um, the pick six was, abs- it was a game-changing play. It was great. But unfortunately, the next play, he gave up a 75-yard bomb, which I don't think is talked about enough. And don't get me wrong, I love the Trayvon hype train. Seven INTs is absolutely insane. But the back end of this defense is leaking. And I mean leaking points. Every week we get hit with a big bomb right down the middle of the field. That needs to change. And if the O-line can stay healthy, I think this Cowboys team is for real, gentlemen. Like Mike said, the quarterback play has been – astonishing cd lamb looks great uh mari cooper shows up every now and then 20 million dollar guy uh demarcus lawrence isn't playing right now 20 million dollar guy ezekiel elliott has been shells of zeke every now and then i think tony pollard is doing good to take the pressure off but like i said right now i think this is a really good football team gentlemen yeah uh yeah i I agree i think I, i i do think the cowboys are for real i i would say I think that the, the quarterback playing the best right now is Kyler Murray. Let me give you some stats oh, real yeah, quick. Okay? Definitely. Let me, let, let me, he's, he's in six games, 1,700 yards. He's completed almost 74% of his passes, and he's got 14 touchdowns on four interceptions. And and let me remind you guys, video he's game. our height. Like, he's yeah, five video game. You know what I'm saying? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm 6'2", gentlemen. Don't pair me in with you, a 5'10", you, you 5'10", gentlemen, huh? So that you're pretty <laughs> but, but, above the crowd. But the fact that he – listen, the fact that he's gone to Cleveland and he beat Cleveland, and I think Cleveland was a pretty good – top of them. Yeah, he, he, he handled Cleveland really well. He went to the Rams, beat, beat them 37-20, to 20, uh, and, and then was able to play decently well. I mean, he threw 400 yards against Minnesota. <laughs> I, I feel like that I – feel, I feel like that's pretty good. Now, Minnesota's, Minnesota's not the greatest team, but we – I mean, we've had a hey, couple Mike of games. Mike still makes those guys play hard. Yeah, we, we could be a five and one team right now. So easily, uh, easily, right? So I, I would Kyler Murray, man, is I, I knew Kyler Murray was special, um, and and then obviously last year, I think that now having a couple of years under his belt, I mean, I we're we're talking about a Kyler Murray guy who, who who's top three in the league, you know, for last year and this year, in my opinion. I mean, the, the kid is is just and crazy. What it, he can do overcoming that shitty coaching every week, man. Every week he's got to overcome. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey, Cliff Kingsbury. Listen, if he ain't good for anything, I tell you what, he can call he, he can call some plays, and he knows exactly what to do with Kyler Murray. I mean, he recruited him in high school whenever yeah. he was at A and M. I'll give you that. I'll uh, give you that. Wanted wanted him to come over to Texas Tech whenever he took the job here, so he knows Kyler Murray very well. And that was really the only reason why the Cardinals. 
hired him, I believe, because they well, knew that they could get Kyler Murray. There's no way around the fact that this this receiving group, I mean, Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins, A.J. Green, Andy Isabella, I mean, damn, this is a unit. I mean, there's no way around That's that. Fine. The offensive line, while it's not, it's not, a, it's not a great unit, I, I don't even think we could use the word good. It's competent, I guess you could say. And with Kyler, with, with Kyler Murray's ability to move, I think he makes it a look better than it is. And at the end of the day, it's just yeah. it's a really good football team. I mean, they're playing – J.J. Watt has set a tempo on that defense where now they're, they're holding themselves to a much higher standard. And they know yeah. that that division is elite. They know that. Now, granted – That's division in football. Fran, yeah, San Fran's been a little rocky and Russell Wilson's hurt. But even without Russell Wilson, the, the Seahawks played some hard football last night. So, they know they need to win football games, and they're doing just exactly that. And – uh, Cliff Kingsbury went from t- hot seat conversation to it's probably the favorite for coach of the year right now, and uh, there's at not least a lot most of, improved. I mean, come yeah, on, there's not a there's not a lot of there's not a lot of rain out there in uh, Southern Arizona right now. Those are some happy campers. So I, I I think I think I agree. He's definitely been playing some elite football to start this season. In terms of talking NFC football, I think I think the Cowboys are number two. Which wouldn't y'all say in the NFC? Yeah, I mean you got you. You got it. You got to put them right outside Arizona. I think Tampa Bay is going to get the nod for me at that two. Yeah. I'm going to put the Cowboys right behind yeah. them. At the end of the day, yeah. Tampa lost it to a Rams team that played. Uh, the Rams played the best they possibly could play against Tampa yes. Bay, and yep. they haven't played that way since. And so I'm not. I don't. I think Matthew Stafford and the Rams are going to make it work, but I don't think they're in the conversation of those big three right now. And I do believe it's Arizona, Tampa, and the Cowboys. Everybody else. I, I agree with that. I mean, obviously, the Cowboys are going to win the division. It's the worst division in football, yeah, I mean, uh, and that's not even, and that's that's, that's not even a debate, right? Yeah. So, but but I think that listen, if the if the Cowboys can find a way to make it to the playoffs and not play a wild card game, yeah. uh, I, I think the I think the Cowboys are for real. Again, as much as that pains me to say, like Mike, I'm not the biggest Cowboy <laughs> fan ever, uh, but I love I love C.D. Lamb and I love yeah. Trayvon Diggs. I mean, I, honestly, I love Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott that, is the they're reason the guys why they're there. hard to root against. You know what I mean? They're right. just yeah, they're, they're not normal cowboy players, right? But no, great I, conversation. I, I, agree with that. I love it. I love it. Uh, I the downfall use... will be the downfall will be coaching of the Cowboys. Give it to me, Mike. Give it to me. Poor clock management, poor game management. Mike McCarthy. Why is he so at, at times he's he's trigger happy with timeouts, <laughs> and at other times he's he's he sleeps on he he sits on the timeouts. What's going what's going I'm on? I'm telling you, man. Every week the fact that we have to talk about coaching is a problem. Both coordinators have done phenomenal jobs. Mike McCarthy is absolute average at his job. There's no and if the buts about that, Aaron Rodgers was right. All the media that crucified Aaron Rodgers were idiots, like usual, and uh, all all the all the shame and all the disrespect to Mike Car- Mike McCarthy. He's done an absolute terrible job. Besides hiring coordinators, we'll give him some love for that. Yeah, I thought it was a weak hire by the Cowboys. Uh, honestly, I, I, I think it was more of a he would he's going to listen to Jerry Jones, and that's what Jerry Jones wants. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. that's been the theme. I mean, that's that's why. That's why he fired uh, Jimmy Johnson, right? Because he yeah. wanted to be in control and he wanted to be the guy that got the spotlight and, and was able to uh, reap the benefits of, of the rewards of whatever the Cowboys accomplished. So, I, you know, as much as I will say that Mike McCarthy is terrible, I think he fits the role perfectly. He listens to whatever Jerry Jones says. Uh, he doesn't know anything. And we, we, were talking about this <laughs> we, were, we were talking about this earlier. 
You're telling me the head coach named Jalen Smith, the captain, yeah. a couple of days before the Cowboys released him? No way. I'm sorry. He did he did he didn't even know about that. And it's so, embarrassing. Like you I watched on Hard Knocks. He was sitting in the room whenever they were talking about player personnel and who's gonna stay and who's not. I promise <laughs> you his his voice carried no weight in that room. Yeah, Zero. his opinion None. was he, put at the bottom of the list. He was there for the cameras so mm-hmm. that it could look good. And anything other than that, uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you, Mike. I, he's terrible. He, game managing and uh, and Mike McCarthy are not very good friends. No, not at all. No, I tell you, I tell you guys, that's gonna come back to bite him in the playoffs. I promise you. Remember, I absolutely will. I'll tell you guys, uh, usually I'll put my foot down and try to push my shoulder against some of the Cowboys' hate, but in this one, I'm going to have to lean with the two gentlemen. I just – I cannot put my chips on Mike McCarthy's table. He uh, does not fit uh, my taste in coaching. But uh, I don't want to spoil my day thinking about Mike McCarthy, so I'm going to drop him and I'm going to move on. Gentlemen, we are days, days away now. NBA season, it is right around the corner. It is here. It is that time of year. I'm excited. I'm hyped. There are lots of good basketball teams. Go ahead. Let's start at the top. Same thing. Tell me who we like going into the NBA season. Uh, who, who wants to start it off? Hey, open it Go up. Ahead, you Mike. tell me. Hey, Go ahead, Mike. Um, a healthy Lakers wins the championship. You know me, King James. <laughs> yes, I'm right sir. there with him. I'm right there with him. But I like the – I like the Chicago Bulls in the East. I'm, yes. I'm like, yes. Under I'm Billy Donovan. Under Billy Donovan that took a that took a above average, you know, OKC team with a with a um a rookie Dort, a shy Gildas Alexander, and um Chris Paul. Yeah. The playoffs until they ran into that wall with the Rockets. But I mean Billy Donovan's a good coach. So I, I like the Bulls coming out of that East, but definitely I'm going with the Lakers out of the West this year. Yeah, I, okay. I agree with you. Uh, no, 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 Cav. We are not agreeing on this one. I want to put out the Bulls train right here. I'm tired of seeing this on the internet. Uh, the Bulls love, the Bulls love. This team is not going to be able to defend an all-timers patient in a wheelchair locked in a straight jacket. No one on this team outside of maybe DeMar DeRozan, uh, Alex Caruso, and uh, what's his name, Lonzo Ball, or anything above competent defenders. They have no rim protector. Nikola Vucic is good for 25 on one end and giving up 52 on the other. I'm tired of the Chicago Bulls love. This team is not going to be able to play defense, gentlemen. And at the end of the day, in the playoffs, they're going to have to go to Brooklyn or they're going to have to go to Milwaukee, and you're going to yeah. have to score points to win those basketball games. Because I hate to break it to you, there's no one, on, and I mean no one, not even a shell of someone that has a remotely close to an answer for someone named Kevin Durant or Giannis Antetokounmpo. Both those guys would put up. 52-point averages in series against Chicago. I'm out on the Bulls hype. I just want to put that one on the record before the season because – Yeah. So, okay, listen, I, 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 agree, with, I agree with both of y'all. I think, the, I, think, I think the Bulls – I think the Bulls are interesting, right? Because I – for the oh, last yeah, – great watch. God for, knows, sure. for the last God knows how long, it's always been the West and nothing but the East. And then Giannis started to come up a little bit. And then you had a couple of players who would go to the East, like LeBron or whatever. And then you, they, yeah, but, but it's such a top heavy, such a oh, top yeah, heavy it's always division. Been the top. So I think the Bulls are interesting, but I, I, I don't think that they would get out of the first round if we're going to be honest. So I, listen, there's two the guys in the NBA. is deep for once in a probably of all yeah. lifetime. It's deep. It's a right. deep conference. Right. That so and that, that was my point. I think there's two guys in the NBA that you just cannot bet against. And that is Kevin Durant and LeBron James. 
Correct. So I, the, the things that LeBron does with, with what he has, uh, what he has uh, is, is crazy. And then obviously Kevin Durant, I think that he's, uh, he gets any bucket that he wants to get. Oh, I mean, he, he, got he almost, on his mind. Vengeance. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he's got, he almost beat Milwaukee by himself. Should have. He should have. I, I oh, mean, if, man. if he was, if he was two centimeters further away from the three point line, he, they, they would have won. So uh, I, I love, I love the Lakers, obviously. Uh, because I, I don't know if anybody in the West would really put up uh, with, with the Lakers, especially since Kawhi is probably going to be out for the entire year. So the Clippers argument goes out. I don't think that playoff Pete, you know, Paul George, I don't think that playoff he'll be able to, Pete, I don't man, think that he'll be, I don't, I don't think that he'll be able to compete. And then obviously in the East, I mean, let me tell you something though. I've been seeing some of these videos. Giannis's shot is looking wet. That's dangerous, yes, guys. Sir, I mean, he's, I pull, agree. he's pulling up from three. He's got the confidence of it. So, uh, yeah, I, I would say at least in the East, even without Kyrie, I still think the Nets finish first in the East. Uh, but yeah. it'll be interesting to see Milwaukee. Uh, and then obviously, the 76ers aren't even in the conversation anymore. They can't even figure out how to keep one of the better <laughs> players uh, happy, which I think is the most important thing. So, I like how you touched on that Kyrie Irving. So how do you think how do you think that um Kyrie Irving not playing? How do you think that's going to affect the Nets? Do you think that's really going to hurt them or you think they'll be able to still finish top of the East? No, man, let me tell oh. you. James Harden, James Harden is going to roll out an MVP caliber season. He's pissed off that we didn't give him his love last year. He got a little too heavy, blew out that hamstring. He's sorry about that. He's going to play <laughs> 70 games this regular season. He's going to be great. He's going to be their point guard, too. They're going to run that team through him. He's going to let Kevin Durant be an off-ball absolute pest. And I'm telling you, the Brook. And let me tell you, they added some defense. They brought in Paul Millsap. Did lose Jeff Green. Jeff Green hurts a lot. He was there. Yeah. He was their Giannis tougher. And right. um, now it, it looks like they're going to ask Kevin Durant to play a lot of defense this postseason which will be good. Hey, and let me tell you guys, on this show, we're not going to waste our time talking BS regular season. We don't give a damn about the NBA regular season. We know just like <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's all about the postseason. So you're going to hear us from week one. We're going to be focused on the postseason because uh, load management's not for Calvin. Uh, I want to take you gentlemen out west real quick, and I want to take – I want to get two hot takes in real quick. Uh, I'm going to talk about the, my Denver Nuggets. Uh, I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to put his name down for most improved player this year, gentlemen. I think we're going to watch Michael Porter Jr. blossom into a 20 to 25 point game guy. He's going to, oh man, he's going to flourish off the ball. He's going to use. Yeah, is he also going to be dreaming during that time too? Yes, (laughs) probably, but don't you worry about him. He's going to get that cocaine tucked nice and comfortable in that pocket of his nose. He's going to be out there (laughs) nightly giving guys 25, 30 point bombs. Jamal Murray's going to be back around Christmas time, maybe a little bit later. Aaron Gordon just re-signed a new deal. They're deep. They're versatile. Monte Moore, shout out to the Big 12 cast, giving you some Iowa State love. He can ball. They're deep. They're versatile. They can hit the three. Austin Rivers is still around. They kept the team intact. I really do like the Denver Nuggets. I'm out. The Russell Westbrook scares the hell out of me in L.A. If anybody can make it work, it would be Mike's man, Braun. He can do it with the worst. He can do it with the best. Right. So, yeah. I, it just, uh, man, in the postseason, Russell Westbrook is, oh, he's one of my least favorite players in the postseason. He's not a two-minute bucket guy. Um, no. He's going to shrink the floor. He eliminates – they have to play AD at center if Russell Westbrook's on the floor because you can't roll Russell Westbrook, LeBron, and a center out there. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Lakers make it work, but I'm telling you guys, I'm hot on the Denver Nuggets. Kath, I want you to give some love out to the Golden State Warriors because that's also my other hot team. I want to hear you talk about them. Tell it to me. Yeah. So, okay, they haven't been getting any love 
None. The last I hate it. I, obviously because of injuries and all that kind of stuff. But if right. you're telling me right now, you know, I was talking about the two guys you can't bet against, but there's one guy out in the NBA that can go on any part of the floor and get a bucket, and that's Steph Curry. Uh, Serial so killer, man. Agreed. A healthy, Stone listen, a, health, a healthy Steph Curry and, and a healthy Klay Thompson and, and, and still a good defensive Draymond Green. I, I, come on now. You're, you're, you're talking – you're talking a, a team that could easily finish one or two or even three, especially top five in the league uh, or top five in the West, and they're getting no love. And granted, there's been some big moves. There's been some all kinds of all this, all this hey, kind of stuff. Hey, lots of rookie young blood on that team, too. They're going to be fine in the regular season. I know they don't get Clay back till December, but they got plenty of young legs to keep them some life in the regular season. Right. So, I, listen, I, I like Golden State. Uh, I, I like them at number three. I, I will. I agree with you on uh, Denver. I, yes. I got the Lakers, then Denver, yes. uh, then Golden State. Uh, Denver. Let's not forget Denver two years ago. Uh, well, yeah, was that two in the bubble? Yeah, that in the was? bubble. Yes, yeah. they uh, won yeah. the conference finals. Gave the late. Ah, well, Anthony Davis had a little bit of an answer for Jokic, but it'll be a different series this year. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Also, uh, that was the best. I think that was one of the better years Anthony Davis has played no, on a yeah, conference he got team. Six months or less off. He was in the prime shape of his life. Piss off. I blessed by the bubble. Right. right. But uh, here's what I will say on, on your on your Laker thing. I, I think that a lot of the hate that the Lakers get for being too old or uh, Russell Westbrook being on the team, uh, I, I think a lot of the hate that they get is you can reverse it and say, well, actually, it's a good thing. You've got a lot of veteran guys on the, on the court. Uh, that's number one, and in your locker room, who have been in these situations before. For sure. And Lots honestly, of. I think I think LeBron in in those two minute times, I think Russell Westbrook is going to play a two guard if they're smart. I think LeBron takes the ball at the court. I mean, LeBron is one of the better passers that we've seen, especially big man. He's what six nine, six ten, two hundred seventy pounds. He's the best passer in the league. There's no doubt about that. You cannot right. take the ball away from the best passer in the league and give it to Russell Westbrook in the clutch. That right. cannot happen. Can't happen. Right. So I think if Frank Vogel does it, I'll be out on him. I want his neck. <laughs> I want his oh, neck God, by mid-season. Not all-star break if he lets it happen. LeBron will have him shipped out of there, packing his bags to Minnesota in no time. No, wait, where do you send the first guy from Cleveland back to Europe? I don't know. Get him up and out of there. <laughs> you will not tolerate that. <laughs> it's just, it's concerning. It really is. Um, I don't. With if anybody, like I said, if anybody was going to make it work, it's going to be LeBron James. And LeBron James is very Tom Brady like. You do not get far talking sports if you're betting against those type of guys. So I'm not going to be somebody to do it. But if anybody was going to mess it up, it would be Russell Westbrook. The man is the epiphany of cancer. He gets in a locker room and he just sucks the life out of it. He plays hard, but he plays stupid and it drives his teammates insane. It's going to be important that LeBron keeps that narrative and rap and under the table. But if, if he can do that, and I, I actually think in the two minutes, the Lakers are best with him sitting on the sideline. I think they have, yeah. I think LeBron and AD and uh, a mellow uh, Trevor Reza, Malik Monk, uh, a THT, they have a plenty of versatility to go on that closing lineup. I don't think you need Westbrook out there. I do think you need Westbrook in the regular season so Braun can rest. This 38-year-old yes. does not need to play 82 games. Let Russell Westbrook go chase his triple-doubles and get you regular season wins. Same thing with AD. His, he uh, very much loves the Derrick Rose career model. We need to keep him out of the hospital, and the best way to do that is keeping him off the floor, and I think Russell Westbrook will be great at doing that for the Lakers. Yeah, before – here, Mike, I'm going to – Pass it off to you here, here in a minute. Uh, I wanted to come back to the, to the Warriors uh, just real quick. Mm. You've got 
you go and you look at the roster. And obviously, you've got Steph Curry and Draymond Green and and, and uh, Iguodala, right? Uh, it, those are probably your big three name people. But here, let me, let me name off some names right here who are very, very, very competent guys. First off, you got Andrew Wiggins. Regard whatever you want to say about Andrew C, Wiggins, at least he's at least the C, at least competent enough to to hit a shot. Right, and you've got James Wiseman, who I think is phenomenal. By the way, got to be he's healthy. Underpaid. Needs to be healthy. Right. Yes, but here's my favorite. Uh, and you can say that I'm a little biased, whatever. He was supposed to come out to Texas Tech, uh, but he, he ended up going G League. Jonathan Kuminga. Yes, that kid yes, can fall. Yes, he can fall. He can fall. Yeah. And it's going to be really, it's going to be really interesting to see how he fits in this because I think this Warriors offense, I, I think he fits really well in it. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, what what they do with him and, and how how he is in, entered into the uh, conversation and entered entered into the roster. So. Uh, but I think, I, like I said, man, I, the Warriors aren't getting near enough love. And you know what? They probably like it. So, yeah. Well, the, the big thing that's going to be tough on the Warriors is Steve Kerr's got a coach now. Uh, the, the teams he's had before, Mark Jackson's system was in place. The, the three and D worked. They brought in Kevin Durant. They didn't even run much of a system. It was more of fast break, get your own bucket, or get KD the ball and get the hell out the way. Steve Kerr's going to have to get – Steve Kerr's going to do some real coaching with this team. This team is versatile. They can play – so many different ways. Steve Kerr's going to have to pick one, run with it, and drill it down in practice. And so this year is going to be big on not only Steph Curry's leadership, but also Steve Kerr. We need to let – because I know ESPN is going to give him the nod because he's one of their guys, but we're not going to do that over here. We're going to hold Steve Kerr accountable. And if he doesn't coach this year, <laughs> I'm going to press him for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that they're – I think that Steve Kerr is a very competent coach, so I think that he won't have any problem with that. You know, we were talking about Kyrie. And I think the Nets are actually – I don't think that they're better without him, but I think that they're better without him playing half the season, right? So at the beginning, it, he wasn't going to be able to play at home games. He needed, he would only be able to play at weight games. And especially in the postseason, that big time. Yeah, that is so – I, I don't know I, why people think it's bad, to be honest. Yeah, so I, I think that – I think that whenever they came out and said that he's just not going to play at all, I think that was better for the locker room. Uh, and, and just better for the team in general. And just to say, okay, Kyrie or uh, James and, and Kevin, go do your thing. Uh, we'll worry about Kyrie later. Uh, cool. I, I didn't. I I don't like the reason why he did it personally. Um, I understand that you know when he came out and said that he was standing up for for people who were losing their jobs. Well, not know, it. I, I understand that he just wants his attention. Mike, tell me. Right. Tell me. As a, Le- Le- LeBron fans know this best. He's a cancer, man. He's a cancer. Man, hey, I tell my roommates all the time, Kyrie off the off the court is a girl, a literal a nightmare. Is a is is a literal uh, he's a ticking time bomb. Ta- Kyrie, I don't know what his problem is, but he always he always has a problem off the court. He's never so you had think he'll think the Nets. We saw it in we saw it in Cleveland at you know his departure from Cleveland. We saw it in Boston, and we're we're seeing it with the Nets. I mean, off the court, Kyrie is just He's. I don't know. I don't know what his problem is, but he. It just doesn't work out off the court. For you, yeah, it, I feel, you think it's enough to hurt him, Mike? You think it's gonna hurt Brooklyn? I don't think, think it's gonna. gonna be I don't okay? think it's gonna hurt Brooklyn. Actually, I think like Cat say. I I agrees with. Uh, I agree with um Cat that he um he said he wasn't gonna play. So that's good. They could just move on, you know, instead of just worrying about it. They could just go ahead and start planning for a uh, life without Kyrie Irving right now. I think that's the, next the best. Chapter, hey. Let, yeah, here's what I here's what I think the Nets should do, and nobody's been talking about this. And and I heard somebody talk about it on a late show, can't remember who. 
The Nets should trade Kyrie Irving. Can't do it. Can't do it. Katie said no. Katie said no. That's they Katie's should trade team, Kyrie Irving. Don't matter. For ben Simmons. Mike, Mike, tell me, like, the, the NBA brotherhood boyship romance is the hardest thing to break up. It is the hardest yeah, thing to break. These guys, they've got ownership leverage. This team is nothing without Kevin Durant. They right. know it. I agree. He, you, you can't move on until the bromance is over and KD is – there's no alpha dog in him. He will tolerate – because that, that's what happened in Cleveland. LeBron had, had the alpha and told Kyrie to sit down. KD doesn't care. Yeah, KD doesn't care. As long as he's getting his, <laughs> it's fine. Because at the end of the day, KD's a great basketball player. Mike, I, talk to me about the leadership of LeBron. It's not the same. It's not that it's definitely not the same. LeBron, LeBron will take whoever's around him and make them better. I mean, LeBron went to the finals with Tristan Thompson running. <laughs> let's 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 not forget. Let's not forget that. So, I mean. And Timfrey Mozgov running center as well. <laughs> so, hey, hey, he got Timothy right. Mozgov 80 mil from the Lakers. Let's not forget about he that. sure did. Exactly. So LeBron's leadership is just unmatched in the NBA. Um, Kevin, Durant, you, Kevin Durant's kind of a give me the ball and I'm good kind of guy. Doesn't doesn't really care about anything else. Yeah, listen, I, I agree with that. And I know the bromance is, is a big thing. And that's obviously why Kyrie. That's happen. why Kevin, I, I, That's why Kevin Durant chose the Nets because he yeah. – wanted to go there if, if Kyrie's going to be there. But but here's here's what I'm saying. I think that there's two teams in the league that have an issue, and it's the Nets and the 76ers. The Nets need to get rid of Kyrie. They want to find a way to get Kyrie. Let's say let's, – let's play hypothetical here. Let's say that, that if Kevin Durant didn't care either way, whether he was there or not. And part of me feels like Kevin Durant's kind of getting a little upset because Kevin Durant only cares about playing basketball. Yeah, he's he doesn't care about any, he, doesn't, he doesn't care about anything else. He just wants to go win. So – Right. You, you've got the Nets who've got a problem with Kyrie, and then you've got the 76ers, and Ben Simmons wants out. I, that's two teams who have an issue, and both of them have competent contracts. I don't understand why nobody's talking about it, and I don't understand why it's not – why teams aren't looking at that, why either team isn't looking at the other person. I don't think that Ben Simmons is a better player than Kyrie. Absolutely not, especially Absolutely a, a healthy not. Kyrie. Absolutely not. But, but at least you're getting something, right? At least you're getting some kind of productivity. Uh, and especially, the, if, especially the Kyrie, in the Nets, though, the Kyrie Ben trade. The biggest issue, man, is when you trade max contracts when you're already pressed against the salary cap. The luxury yeah. tax almost doubles on you, and that's what Brooklyn's gonna face if they deal Kyrie for another max contract. Because when they brought in James Harden, they pushed themselves all the way against the cap, and when you move over the cap again, now granted they would clear out Kyrie's thirty-one mil. But I'm willing to bet you, I can't tell you off the top of my head what Ben Simmons is on, but I'm willing to bet you Ben Simmons is on north of 25, which means the luxury tax would kick the Nets again. And there's no way Steve Marks is paying more for this basketball team that already makes him scratch his head in the New York Post Monday through Monday. There's <laughs> no way. It's going to be too It's going to be too much of a hassle to trade Kyrie. They're just going to lock him up in the pantry close the door, hide the key, wait for the party to be over. When the party's over, they'll let Kyrie out the basement. They'll be like, come yeah, back no, up and hang up with the rest of us. He, he, ben Simmons is sitting at $33 million, which is a travesty. That is a travesty. That would definitely hit your luxury tax into effect. They would be paying it I on mean, the leg that I want. We're yeah. talking I don't, like see, I don't, I don't see how I don't see how layup and hookshot boys making all that making all that money. Oh, you got to remember, when he signed that contract, he was DPO or supposed to be DPOY playing with Jimmy Butler. They were Kawhi's bounce away from the Eastern Conference Finals. 
right. Philly had a lot of hope back then. And you got to pay him. They had no choice at the time. And Jimmy Butler skipped town on him. <laughs> well, they chose Ben Simmons over Jimmy Butler. That's one where Philly doesn't get enough burn for. Joel Embiid <laughs> told that organization he won Jimmy Butler, and they still chose Ben Simmons. That is 100. All of this crap, I feel no, 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 no shame for Daryl Morey. He deserves all of this because the 76ers put them in this own predicament themselves. They chose Ben Simmons over Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler's off down there in the kennel because they got all those dogs down there in Miami, out there in the kennel, living his glory life, and they're stuck with, I won't shoot a jump shot, Ben Simmons. (laughs) uh, Listen, we've trusted the process long enough. I think it's time to disregard the process. I think uh, at the end of the day, you've got to cut bait with them. Now, finding a way to do that and and finding the best way to do that, that that's the, that's the issue. That's the hard part. But the fact that he's getting paid more than anybody else on the team besides Tobias, <laughs> I mean, he's get, he's getting paid more than Joel Embiid, and, and Joel well, Embiid is well, the center face of that team. You got to remember so, they also pissed all the money away for Tobias Harris too. They've done it twice. They've yeah, done it 35, twice. Thirty-five million. It. Are you yeah, kidding I, me? Don't, don't worry. That Tobias Harris number has burnt a hole into my brain. That thirty-five mil is unforgettable. I will never forget that salary cap <laughs> torch. They they lit that, money yeah. on fire. They lit they literally lit money on fire. That that's the thing. His production them, has been has that. been less than less than satisfactory. You know, inconsistency is is a big. Well, Brett exactly. Brown didn't help. They Doc Rivers is not gonna. Uh, Doc Rivers cannot coach guys. I'm sorry. I hate the love I agree for Doc you. Rivers. I know. I agree with the you. The big three you. delivered him in Boston. They uh, he yep. choked the the. They lost to the Cavaliers when it was LeBron, Mo Williams, and a whole bunch of rats. Mike can relate to that one. It was a whole bunch of rats on that team, and they let LeBron by himself, by himself, Doc Rivers. Come on. And now, granted, Orlando ripped over. But I'm, I'm out on Doc Rivers. The Sixers, <laughs> I'm mailed in on. Real quick, guys, before we get out of here, Kath, I want to get a two-minute exit take. Just real quick, touch our feet on college football. Edo is out. Give me two minutes real quick before we leave. What you think? Okay, uh, Edo is out. That's going to be one of the most coveted jobs besides the USC job. That's number one. Uh, you're going to have a bunch of people who are going to be, you know, big time names that are that are going to be getting a, a good opportunity there. Tell um, me one you think, think will work. Tell me one you think will work. Who's your favorite for the job? Uh, Franklin up there at Penn State. Okay, I like him. Okay, uh, I like that one. That's a good pick. Uh, I think he. I think he may. I think he may take the USC job. Um, and then uh, the head yeah. coach up there at Oregon. Uh, I can't remember his name, but besides him, uh, besides that news. I think the biggest news is obviously OU and Spencer Rattler. Uh, Spencer Rattler coming into the year was a was a top three pick in the NFL draft and Heisman yeah. favorite, and now got his job taken by a freshman who played absolutely phenomenal. He was great on Saturday. Yeah, he was great. And, and, and came in and, and did all that. So there's that. Uh, and then obviously your Alabama loss to, to A&M. Uh, that, that was a big shocker. Georgia's the top of the, the leaderboard. I still think Alabama gets into the, uh, the football playoffs. Especially, I think that they'll beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. So that's really their only way to get in. Uh, but I still think that they make it in. I think that you've got uh, Alabama, uh, Georgia, possibly OU may sleep, uh, sneak in. Iowa's done. They're out. Uh, and then it's, it's, it's that, that can, I, spot. Can, I, can I cut in on that? I watched the Iowa versus Purdue game. And I get the barn doors blown out. Sat there and got embarrassed in front of, <laughs> in front of their home. At home. After home. Rank number two in the nation. Yeah, it was embarrassing. So in college football, can we please stop looking at the, the quantity of wins over the quality of wins? Just because yeah, the ranking system doesn't Who mean they guys? should be ranked top three in the nation. Because Penn State last week almost almost 
if their quarterback doesn't go down, they beat they would have beat Iowa last exactly. Week. Exactly. And we need to start looking at the quality of wins over the quantity of wins. I agree. Yeah. Screw the committee, screw the AP poll. I hate yep. it all. I'm sorry we didn't talk college football more in this first one. We'll touch we'll touch more in episode two. It's a great first time in the lunchroom, gentlemen. I appreciate you guys stopping in with us. Uh, we'll be back for episode hey. two. Don't you guys worry. Y'all have a good week. We'll see you back in the lunchroom. Okay, gentlemen. Yes, sir. All right, see you later.